dope, no bullshit. Let's go. Mike Fisher in the fishbowl this morning. The Fish Report and CowboysSI.com. Uh, having a lot of fun with the idea of Derek Henry on the move. Um, we're going to give credit or discredit where it's due as we walk you through your Cowboys morning here. This is the fishbowl. That is the star. We will be hanging out there all day long, uh, as is our want. Get in, get on, be good. Bring something of intellect to the table as we kick around uh, a particular ESPN style. And uh, it, a reminder that we have to understand the framework of it when we discuss the idea of Derrick Henry in a Cowboys uniform. Obviously, uh, this is intended to grab audience on the part of ESPN, uh, on the part of anybody who writes about it, on the part of anybody who talks about it. Uh, and if you do this for a living, uh, you would be uh, mistaken to not address it at least, whether it's to uh, shoot it down because it sounds so ridiculous or whether it's to uh, celebrate the possibilities or whether it's to dig in a little bit uh, into the facts that would make it so or not so. And that is what we're going to do here uh, this morning. Give me 15 minutes and I'll give you the Cowboys world on this particular subject. We start out with understanding the ESPN framework on this project. Bill Barnwell uh, does these things a few times a year. Uh, he's a ESPN big brain. There's no argument there. Um, understand, though, his style. It's not dissimilar if you follow uh, the NBA and Bill Simmons. There's Now, Bill Simmons tries to be more funny about it, but it, it's throwing out these, these ideas that are the ideas of the author. Uh, the author does not pretend to have gotten this from the teams, does not pretend that he talks to the teams. He's just sitting in a cubicle with a big calculator. And as long as we understand that, then I don't think there's any reason to uh, take out the pitchforks. There are reasons, however, to use our own big calculators and our own big brains uh, and uh, the pep and spirit, not only of the 75 member staff, but of you, uh, 63,000 fish heads in Cowboy Nation. Thank you for subscribing, by the way. You are obviously spreading the word and we appreciate it. So let's walk through this. Cowboys locked into Tony Pollard being the lead back in 2023. $10 million locked in, franchise tag deal signed, that's your running back. You can't undo that. You won't undo that. And even if you wanted to, oh my gosh, we just got this other great idea that fell in our laps. Um, let's, let's get rid of Tony Pollard. You would have to find some team that wants to take on a $10 million running back in Tony Pollard. And you won't find that. And they want to give you something. No, you won't find that. So he's your guy. We have already addressed that in addition to the one-year franchise tag deal of $10 million, that the Cowboys may use this NFL draft to find a cheap heir to Tony's throne, that this will only be a Tony Pollard throne for one year, or depending on who they might draft at running back, and they sure are looking at him from Bijan and Gibbs on down. Uh, maybe in 2023, Tony Pollard has to share the throne depending on who they draft. But Barnwell at ESPN has a different idea. It's a very different idea. According to Barnwell, Derrick Henry is a potential cut candidate following the draft. 
And Barnwell is envisioning the perennial NFL rushing champion candidate who uh, he goes for 1,500, not 1,000 yards. He goes for 1,500 yards. Three of the last four years, he's done that. And Barnwell and ESPN envision somehow Derrick Henry magically falling into your lap. How did we get to this sexiest possible idea? Really, in terms of anything being semi-realistic, we're not talking about uh, you know Aaron Rodgers in Dallas. We're not talking about Lamar Jackson in Dallas. We're not talking about Bill Belichick in Dallas. You take you take Derrick Henry, King Henry, and the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. He is king of the Cowboys, king of America, and it's about the sexiest possible idea. But now let's take a look, with your help, of course. What are the what are the pillars of logic that ESPN has used here? So as always, rather than just say, that's bullsh. No, not yet it's not. Rather than just say, yeah, let's get there again. Now calm down. Um, let's understand some of the logic. George Watson makes a really good point. Thank you, George. You should be Uncle Fish Premium, George. Hey, what's Uncle Fish Premium? Circle in the star? Ask the fellas, I'll show you how. All the big names seem to get linked to Dallas. LOL. Uh, this is true in a couple of ways. One, it's true with the odds makers. As we discussed the other day, the odds makers are still saying that Julio Jones is, is the favorite to come to Dallas, 33% chance. And there's just nothing there. Uh, as I pointed out in our video on this subject, you can go look it up. Look up Fish Report Julio Jones. At the beginning of this offseason period, the beginning of the business year, NFL odds makers had the Cowboys as the favorite to get Patrick Peterson and B. John Robinson and Bobby Wagner and on and on and on and on. Julio Jones, when of course that, that, was, that was impossible. They, they can't be the favorite to get every guy. And you saw what happened in the end. Uh, what they got in terms of that level of guy, weren't even free agents at all. So yes, the odds makers like to like to get some get some mileage out of making those kind of, kind of headline grabbing uh, odds up on the board. And then we in the media do it, and there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, there, there's as long as it's as long as it's billed properly. But George, to your point, yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry could end up with the Cardinals is not nearly as sexy an idea, is it? Joey B, every big name free agent gets linked to us. I think that's why so many fans get frustrated with free agency. This year has been a little different uh, due to the trades. True. But I'm going to give you my old Mavericks LeBron James lecture now. Fish, why would you even write about such a ridiculous thing? By the way, it could it's possible again. We're going to write about it again at DallasBasketball.com, LeBron James and the Mavericks. We're going to write about the real possibilities, and then it probably won't happen. And then somebody's going to go, why would you toy with my emotions that way? And the reason is because you're a big boy and you can take it. That's why. That's why we're dealing with the, the, the logic and the emotions and the sexiness and the silliness. So to the pillars of Barnwell's idea, we'll calmly walk through it. The Titans might be in strip-down mode. They might be willing to listen to trade offers. 
But in Barnwell's scenario, they find no buyers, in part due to King Henry being 29 and costing 10 million for the year, $10 million, an important number. And so in this ESPN scenario, they bid him farewell. And that's the Titan side of it, even though they're saying we, we got no issue here. They have issues. They, they are looking to, stri to strip down. We know that. And they will listen to offers for Derrick Henry. We know that. So here's the Dallas perspective. And I'll do this in four ways. Way number one, Barnwell says he believes the Cowboys would prefer to add another veteran running back rather than relying on a rookie. Bill, that's not true. Uh, they added Ronald Jones. But if you follow our coverage of the Cowboys here and at CowboysSI.com, and again, this is one of those remember where I lives, Bill Barnwell doesn't live here. Great at what he does. He does not have an office at the star. He does not. That is not accurate. The Cowboys are very much interested in using a premium pick in the draft on a back. And again, one who might eventually replace Tony Pollard. I can promise you, proving ESPN wrong in 10 simple words, the Cowboys would rather have Texas's Bijan Robinson than have, I guess it's 13, Derrick Henry. They'd rather have Bijan than Henry by a mile. Item two, Barnwell asserts that Dallas is concerned about Pollard's rehab from the leg and ankle injury. That's also not accurate. Cowboys medical people very much upbeat about the likelihood of Pollard being available to start the 2023 season. Now, stop me if you've heard that before. Um, a lot of that, a lot of what emanates out of the building regarding injury updates comes from Dr. Jerry. He, he likes to go on the radio and he's like, I'm, uh, I'm old Dr. Jones, Mr. Mack, uh, Mr. Shane, Mr. Uh, Ralph. But the medical people are the ones telling him upbeat about the likelihood of Pollard being available. So Barnwell's wrong. The Cowboys are not concerned about Pollard's rehab. He's just wrong. I don't know who told him that. I, I think, and again, I say this respectfully of, the, of his job and the way he does it and how he fits into his cubicle. He shouldn't say that Dallas is concerned about Pollard's rehab because nobody from the Cowboys told him that. <laughs> Item three, Barnwell, big brain, does not seem concerned about Dallas's budget here. Now, we talk about this a lot, about cheap, frugal, budget, pie, the salary cap pie. Pastor of Muppets, premium is pretty subjective. No, it's not. Premium pick, Pastor. All the picks can be called premium. No, Pastor. If the Cowboys draft a six-round running back, we will not say that that was a premium pick. That No. <laughs> Quit trying to play semantic games with me here, Pastor. I'm, this is a classroom ballroom, but I'm trying to teach you something. A ballroom? Yes. It's a ballroom, but it's also a bar room. So quit trying to distract me with your foolishness. Barnwell does not seem to be concerned about the budget, the money, the pie. The projection on Henry's market value, should he somehow 
be available, according to SpotTrack, two years, 30 million. What? That probably is off. If he's on the street, I don't think anybody's giving him $15 million a year, not even close. But even at the fraction of that, the Cowboys are not going to employ, make it 10 million. The Cowboys are not going to employ a pair of $10 million running backs. It's not sensible as much as you'd like to have Derrick Henry on your team. Um, by the way, there's this idea they could line up together. There's, there's, there's only so many balls. And we saw that last year, the, the ascension of Tony Pollard in terms of touches came right at the same time as Zeke was starting to descend. It'd be cool on your depth chart to say, look, We've got Derrick Henry and Tony Pollard. By the way, you know what else it would do on your depth chart? With all due respect to Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard would suddenly be a $10 million backup running back. The Cowboys are not going to hire a bunch of $10 million running backs. And then item four. And this is why boots on the ground Oh, did I, I don't know if I, did I do a goofed up old stream or something? I don't know. Dan Grigsby is here in the Uncle Fish Premium Club. I don't know. Paul Gale, this is a good question. Uh, he's uh, Paul Gale, Uncle Fish Premium. Why would the Cowboys admit to the media if they are concerned about his rehab? Well, let me twist that back on you, Paul. Good morning, sugar. Why would they tell me that they're not concerned but tell Bill Barnwell that they are. There's, and, and Paul, you're one of my best guys here, one of my 63,000 best guys. This is why boots on the ground matters. This is why we go to Arizona for the owners meetings. This is why we go to Oxnard for training camp. This is why we go to the star every day. Cause I'm looking Jerry and Steven and McCarthy in the eye and talking to them about Tony Pollard's rehab. That's how I feel comfortable with Tony Pollard's rehab because I've I've looked the people in the eye with boots on the ground and asked them. And after 33 years of doing this with this crew and 40 years of doing this in the NFL, I think I have fairly good instincts when somebody is trying to tell me, eh, be patient. Or, well, you know, we're working on it. Or, oh, it's going to be a long haul. Or there, there's ways. There's ways for them to say a truth. And, by the way, uh, and I know you know this, Paul, around this show, we, we do collect a lot of truths. And we do it right in that building over there. Here's Barnwell's item four. He takes one more stab at the Dallas running backs room by saying he's not convinced that Zeke, recently cut, is done here. Now you talk about emotional. I'm standing right in Jerry's face. We're 24 inches away from each other. And I'm talking to him in Phoenix about how uh, I don't want to leave the fans hanging and I don't want to leave Zeke hanging. Meaning I don't want to pretend that he's coming back. I don't need to throw that there out into the ether. It doesn't, it doesn't help us because it's not the plan. So CYA, never say never. You get to a certain point and he doesn't have a job and you have a vacancy. 
What, what, what a wonderful romantic notion. Let, let's, let's get the band back together. But it is not the plan. Dallas has moved on. And I've told you, and I'll tell you again, the Cowboys' suggestion from all three people at the top of the power chain that the door is open for his return is about respect for Zeke. It's a matter of respect. It is not a, it, it is a matter of respect. It is not a matter of fact. So w- when we're looking at ESPN's work on this, and again, I don't really want to call it uh, reporting because that's not, Barnwell's not pretending to do that. He's, he's having fun. And so, so we can have fun. Ricky Sewell, Uncle Fish Premium. I feel healthy because I start my day with big scoops of fish. Mmm, delicious. Cardinal Studios, fish for breakfast, listening before I go in to work. BJ, straight dope, no bullshit. That's the way we do it. I'm sorry if I screwed up uh, a uh, stream somewhere. Uh, Ramon, fish, you are the bomb. Shadow Wolf, finally found it. Uh, um, I will make sure, obviously, that this broadcast goes uh, worldwide and permanent. So when we sign off here, don't forget, you can come in and watch it all day long. And uh, you could also subscribe to what we do here. I'm not sure how we, uh, I'm, I'm not aware of anything that we screwed up, but you know, it wouldn't be the first. Pastor Riddle, greatest insider ever, hands down top of Mount Rushmore. You know, I appreciate that. When they put me on the Mount Rushmore, I promise to shave. <laughs> uh, get your goods. There's the QR code to get in the Uncle Fish store. The straight dope, no bullshit hat uh, is a beauty. Joey, Fish, do you think Zeke's market has forced him to wait until after the draft? Yeah. And this is a big piece of humble pie. After the draft, what teams that thought they might get a running back didn't? After the draft, what is Cincinnati going to do with Joe Mixon? They've got, they've got, they've got problems there. Um, somewhere out there, there's a job for uh, a a one a one B running back. Somewhere out there, but yeah, post draft maybe. Uh, training camp injury maybe. Dustin Fish, you're looking particularly jacked today. My brother Rick in Colorado will not allow me to flex. He has shut that down. So I'll just have to say, Dustin, when you say fish, you're looking particularly jacked today. I simply have to answer, what do you mean today? Fish. Out.